Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What's up, guys and gals? Welcome in. It's the I Kick the Coverage podcast. Jeff Schwartz and me, Jason Martin, in for Clay this week. He's back on Monday, so fear not. We talked all sorts of stuff today. We uh, talked some pop culture, actually. Laid out my philosophy on the different classifications of TV and escapist entertainment. It's a fun conversation. We also chatted movies and TV, as well as a lot of sports, with Lance Taylor and Chad Withrow, our regular Friday guests. Preseason football's underway. That means the hot takes are underway. Daniel Jones, 5 of 5. Kyler Murray, 6 of 7. Dwayne Haskins, maybe not quite as good. So we parsed all of that. And we also spent a little bit of time predicting all the remaining divisions. We had three left. And so we went through and finished our NFL League preview we've been doing all week. It was a lot of fun. Plus, movie pass. Just incredible. Enjoy the podcast. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It's Friday. It's Outkick the Coverage. It's Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Also brought to you, as always, by True Car. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices. And with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car, True Cash Offer, not available in all areas one more day clay travis not available he's back on monday he'll be with you pretty much throughout the football season so it's me and jeff schwartz i'm jason martin he's at jeff schwartz i'm at j martin zone also the host of the jason martin show you'll hear that sunday morning 3 to 6 a.m eastern time on fox sports radio and i guess if you're up tomorrow morning i'm hosting 2 to 6 a.m for jonas knox so four hours to open up your saturday morning as well but jeff we opened up for the most part fake football last night there were 11 games and 
man, there are no hot takes like preseason football hot takes. Like, there weren't as many. It wasn't maybe as scorching as it's been in the past. You were trolling people, and I'm not even sure people realized that you were being sarcastic. Uh, it's amazing what people don't figure out, or they just don't want to. Like, if you, I was going to tweet you back on that one where you said, I didn't know I needed to explain this. I'm like, have you seen the internet in 2019? <laughs> There's two things that are going to happen when you tweet things. One, somebody's going to take it dead seriously. Yeah. Or two, they're going to take it to the most negative place that that statement possibly could have to frame you in whatever way that they need to frame you. So I had two basically trolling tweets last night. One was Daniel Jones went 5 for 5. He actually looked pretty good for the Giants um, against the Jets twos. And so I tweeted, Daniel Jones is going to the Hall of Fame. Now, if you guys had followed me on social media, you know that I'm not high on Daniel Jones. So that was a joke. And I think most Giants fans took it that way. Now, the Giants fans savagely booed Eli Manning when they went three and out on the first drive, which is just so Giants. It's amazing. Um, and the defense got carved up by Sam Darnold. Look, I think there's a couple things you can take from preseason. One of them is that drive by the Jets, the first drive. Uh, they, they looked a lot more efficient on offense than they had last year. I know, one drive, I get it. But Adam Gates and that offense are going to be better this year. You might not like him as a head coach, but he can coach offense. Um, and so I think the Jets will be, will be much better at offense. Um, but, yeah, and then the other one was obviously the Browns. The Browns come out, uh, first drive, score a touchdown. I tweeted the Browns are going to the Super Bowl. That's the one that people took more seriously than my Giants one. People were like, how dare you do this? Um, I overreact after one game. Like, guys, if you follow me, I, I don't think the Browns are making the playoffs this year. So I don't yeah. just understand how you could think that this is, this is serious. So it's pretty funny how people took a bunch of my tweets. But what, are, what else am I supposed to tweet about? I'm pumped football's back. Um, I had a decent night gambling, which was it's the preseason. So I, I think anytime you win in the preseason, you consider a little bit of luck involved there. Um, and uh, we start Gardner Minshew get completely destroyed. So football is officially back. The quarterback, the rookie quarterback of the, of the Jaguars, uh, took his eyes off the defense uh, for just a second as he dropped a snap, and he got his helmet knocked off, his ear pads flew out. Um, it was it was awesome. So uh, football is, is sort of back. Um, the Broncos playing last night. Did you watch a little Broncos football? Little bit. I mean, I watched a little bit of this. I mean, I had to watch the local game because I've got a comment on it at six o'clock tonight. Uh, the Titans Eagles game, which I mean, Mariota went out and looked like Mariota, which is not the guy. And then as soon as Tannehill came in, in came that well, Tannehill's the better player here. Takes all over Twitter, even from experts. Pro Football Talk broke it out. Ryan Clark broke it out. Pro Football Talk is not an expert in football. I I know, but I'm just saying like a verified Twitter account. How about that? I just thought we'd make that very... No, you're you're absolutely right. They are absolutely not. They are kind of bottom feeders. Thank you. I was going to make that point clear. That was it. What about Dwayne Haskins? Uh, Wasn't the best of starts for him. He had two picks. I mean, I don't know what... I don't know what I mean. It doesn't matter to me. I still think Dwayne has either way. Like could be all right. Bad, it, it doesn't it, like to me. Okay, the reason why I said the Jets had a good night on offense is just the, the rhythm and the way their offense just kind of function is what I'm looking at. Less of less of like oh Sam Darnold was good. Like they think their offensive structure and the way they play the game is much different than they did last year. So that's what impressed me you know on the flip side Baltimore with Lamar Jackson he was four of six but they did the exact same offense I was told they were going to run a different offense and they came out and ran the exact same stuff they ran last year Lamar Jackson one time looked like he was throwing to a different guy overthrew him and luckily there was a wide receiver behind him who caught yeah it was football. a tight end it looked like he 
vastly overthrew a tight end. Right, and the wide receiver just happened to be behind them, and yeah. they had to like make an acrobatic play to stop, turn around, um, and and make the play. So um, they look the same. So I'm just looking at kind of the function of an offense rather than actually the results of of the the plays. Yeah, of okay. course. Yeah, yeah. You mean you? I mean, I think that there is there's going to be a curiosity level as it relates to new quarterbacks in particular and just if they look confident if the ball's coming out of their hands well i mean you can you can find things to pay attention to here and then unfortunately you know i said yesterday i hope that we would not be talking about any injuries and then curse goes down for the lions looks like his season's over i saw david chow talking about that as soon as it was over uh i guess maybe the biggest story although jones averaged what 13.4 yards a throw good, last yeah. night at completion. He did look good in his 5-of-5. Five five. Kyler Murray was 6-for-7. Uh, he wasn't throwing anything too deep, but he did seem to have pretty decent command of the pocket. There was at least one play where he basically didn't get any blocking, but he was still able to make yeah, something right. out yeah. of it. He looks to be good at keeping his eyes downfield, and he did not seem, at least from my vantage point, he did not seem to be playing out of control or frantic. Now he was. I think he's always going to have active feet, but as long as they're pointed downfield and yeah. he's still looking to throw more often than he is run, I still think he could be. You know, everything could work out just fine here. He's not going to last if he has to run too often. But I was pretty impressed with what I saw from him last night. He's one of the only rookies probably ever to play in the same offense that he played in, you know in college into the NFL. Like it's pretty impressive that that he's a, that pretty beneficial I'd say for him that this is the way it's kind of worked out for him, um, and so I'm not surprised he looked halfway decent last night. He's very comfortable with the offense they're running, uh, so that that did not. I, I haven't seen his. I didn't watch any of his game yet. I guess I could go pull it up a little bit, uh, but that does not surprise me at all. And and um, no one should be surprised if he fast if he starts fast. I just don't think he can sustain it throughout the season. Um, but I'm not, not his first year. I'm not surprised he started fast. Yeah, I, don't I, mean, I think it's going to work at all. So yeah, well, we're we're both on the same page on Kingsbury, but it's possible that for the first month to six weeks of this season, it's going to look like it's working, and then we've got to see where it is in week 14 once the league's had a chance to maybe you know right. just sort of acclimate themselves to what's going on. There's a couple of games tonight. You know, a lot of a lot of guys not playing a lot. The less guys play, at least some of these superstars, probably the better. I know Julio's basically said he's not going to do very much at all in the preseason, and good if you're a Falcons fan, because what exactly does he need to do? Um, yeah, exactly. And then, if Melvin Gordon was looking for a home, the Texans were one of them, and the Texans came out a few days ago and said, no, nah, I'm not interested in Melvin Gordon, but they do go ahead and grab Duke Johnson yesterday. Yeah, it's a great trade by the Browns, too. The Browns get a fourth-round fourth pick, and then if Duke plays nine, I think nine or more games, they end up getting a third-round pick. It's what happens, Texas, when you don't have, when you don't have a general manager. Um, yeah, no, the, 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 the Texans were never trading for Melvin Gordon. Again, his, um, uh, his value for the trade, the leverage, was highest in March, and he, I don't know why he didn't do it then. Um so, well, you heard you heard it. Who was it we had on that said he had an agent that screwed up? We had um, a couple of days ago, just like his yeah. agent screwed it, screwed the pooch uh, on that Alex one. Marvez, said, yeah, it was Marvez. Marvez yeah. Um, so he, yeah, he's he's going to have to come back to work, or he's not going to get paid this year. But that's those are kind of his options. Or take the Chargers deal, which is less obviously than he would like to take. But I, I don't know what else to tell him. He doesn't really have many other options. Just like Zeke 
doesn't have many options. And Zeke probably will get more than him because he's a better player. But um, I, there's not much he can do. He can he can complain about it, but he's not going to get paid unless he unless he shows up. And there's no reason for them to give him a new deal. No, there's not. And I will be very curious to know when he either gives up the ghost on this and shows up or just how long he is willing to try and make this case that's not going to be made. But, yeah. Um, I'll be curious to know. I, I wonder how many people and how much time was spent last night just going through these games. I know that there's not... I mean, it wasn't great football, and you got to watch, like, a series with all the starters, and most of the games were being started at the same time. The late games, I didn't get to see very much of those because, well, these are early mornings at least one more, and then I guess this weekend for me is going to be the same thing. But generally, preseason football just does very little for me, and I know it going in. Some people get excited about it, and I was still watching it. We still had football to watch, but I just I can't understand why it's so easy. You know, you can think about this when it comes to hard knocks, too. I bet you by the end of hard knocks, people are going to think the Raiders are going to have a pretty good year, even if they're not. Just because we've got a camera on them, and when you look at dudes in training camp, generally they look pretty good most of the time. The way that they're framed, the way that they're shot, the slow motion. Like, oh wow, these guys are really getting after it. They're getting after it at every training camp in the in the league. Uh, If you don't know what you're watching, most training camps look pretty daggone good. And so I think that it's very easy to watch one series and think this or think that. The knee-jerk reactions in preseason are just devastating. What was it the year that Peyton Manning or the Colts went 0-5 or whatever? And this happens consistently, and teams will go 5-0 and and then win three games in the regular season. You just have to know that what you're watching, just watch situations, watch special teams, watch certain little nuances if you want to, but don't expect that you're going to be able to extrapolate a whole lot of information from the preseason and apply that to what's actually going to happen when the games start to count. We also had we also had um, people who um, were looking at, at reps by certain people and were making up wild, like wild interpretations of the film. And I, I just I, I don't sometimes I don't understand if people watch the same game that I watch. Probably and not. Like, what? Probably not. And here's the deal. Like here's what I don't understand is I I think it's best. To just t- call it how it is, I, I, like, I think that's best. I understand if you work for a team and you're going to spin it a little differently. I get that. That's your job. I totally get it. But if you're not, if your job is just to talk about football, I don't know why you just want to tell it, tell it the way it is. Like I, I don't, I don't understand the purpose of sugarcoating things or or not not just being honest with yourself when the film is out. And maybe. I'm too negative, and maybe that's why I'm I'm not on television. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't really think that's why. But um, I, I don't. I just don't know like why. So there's a you know, clip floating around last night. Quinn Nelson. We know Quinn Nelson, the offensive lineman yeah. for the Colts. He's like the most famous offensive lineman ever. Yeah. Um, going against Ed Oliver last night, the rookie from Houston, and you know there's a clip posted of Ed Oliver sort of working off a double team against Quinn Nelson. The, the left tackle didn't do very much, and then left early. And he's pushed at least three yards back. Three yards back. And he ends up getting near a tackle. He does not get an assist on the tackle. Maybe maybe if they're generous, they give him one. 
But if not, it's the guy who grabbed him by the legs on the bottom of the pile, and then another D-tackle hit him first. And, you know, we're using this as, as like, wow, watch Ed Oliver. Everyone told me that the tweet was, Ed Oliver's too small to play defensive tackle. He got pushed back three and a half to four yards. That's an L. <laughs> yeah, four yards. <laughs> Look, people are going to see what they want to see. You know, and if they if it's something that can become controversial or something that can become a narrative, that's going to find its way right to the surface. It's not going to remain on the bottom. It's going to be right there at the top of that water. I will say this. The great stat line last night, and looking at stats in preseason is ridiculous, but the Patriots-Lions stats were a little bit skewed. The Patriots had 459 total yards. The Lions had 93 that's not good. And the Patriots had 39 minutes of possession to just 21 for the Lions and the Lions lost curse. That was not a good day for Detroit at all. But I know you can't look at any of this, but the Ed Oliver thing is just hilarious. And then there was, I mean, there was Miles Garrett, and I tweeted this out too. Miles Garrett looked like a beast early in the game for the Browns, and I immediately tweet out, yep, his first opponent is Marcus Mariota without the highest-paid left tackle in the league. And people started firing back at me, like, oh, but they're going to chip block, and they're going to do all this. Actually, my own radio station said that, and I I agree. My point still stands. It's still Mariota and no Taylor Lewan. I'm not suggesting that they're they're just going to let Miles Garrett blow by. I'm saying Miles Garrett's really good, and that's a highlight of Miles Garrett. And I'm suggesting that Miles Garrett is the one that's going to be going after Mariota without everybody that he would need up front. That's a factual statement. I'm not burying Mariota there. I'm not burying Luan. I'm saying it's not ideal to be going against somebody who I think is very good in Miles Garrett and not having your full fleet in front of you on the offensive line. I don't think that that is a particularly egregious statement of me to make. No, but look, we know that Miles Garrett is good, and we know that Taylor Lewan being out is going to hurt the Titans. It's not like a, a revelation yes. to tweet that out. Um, you know, last night Miles Garrett going against the backup left tackle of the Redskins and beating him is like is okay. I mean, sure, that's his, kind of his job. It's not surprising to me. I think we do like like I said, we overreact to little things because we're so happy that um, that we have football back. I mean, so am I. Uh, like I'm, I'm, of course, I'm beyond pumped. I'm trying to find. I'm debating whether or not I'm going to go to watch some of these replays right now. I have Game Pass pulled up on my computer, just deciding if I'm going to watch some of these replays. I'm probably not. Um, but I have the capability. To, I just, I'm looking. I'm like, eh, eh. They, they said they might have put all 22 up for this, so maybe if they do that, I'll watch a little bit of it. But otherwise, um, yeah, not really. Um, not really going to rewatch any of this. But I'm just, I'm excited that it's back, man. I'm pumped. Yeah, we're getting close. You know, we're about, what, three, three and a half weeks, give or take, from football that counts. College will be a a little bit sooner than that. August 24th, baby. Yeah, and Dabo Swinney has said a couple of things this week that are pretty interesting. I think we will talk about those. We're also going to have Lance Taylor from Jocks down in Birmingham on the program today. And my buddy Chad Withrow, who works with me at 104.5 The Zone here in Nashville, he joins usually on Friday in the third hour. And we'll have plenty to talk about with him. I might want to talk about both or talk to both of these guys about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't know that we've gotten far enough away to spoil it because people will get mad even though it's been out for two weeks, I think, as of today. But, well, you need 164 minutes to sit down and actually watch it. 
and a lot of people haven't had that time yet so we'll have to figure that out plus there's a pretty big premiere on hbo this weekend as well and both those guys like to talk pop, uh, talk pop culture so we may jump into that ether as well but if you want to tweet us you can tweet jeff at jeff schwartz you can tweet me at Zone, the crew is in L.A. We'll bring them in and get their thoughts on what they saw last night in the preseason when we come back. No dub today. He is out. So it's just me in an empty studio here in Nashville, pretty much in the dark. But I do have a protein bar, which means oh, I shouldn't be thank, tripping over nearly as many thank, words. Thank the Lord. Oh, oh, guys, Danny, I mean, Roberto, like, we, I was worried. That also means that our phones will work 100% of the time because... They're here in Los Angeles. Okay, I was see. I wasn't going to put out the number because I didn't know that that was the case, and I didn't want people to call and they'd be calling this line that I can't do anything with. So, all right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. That's eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. The crew in L A are our gatekeepers. You have to go through them to get to us. And, and it's, seriously, why are there so many issues with the phones? They're, they're renovating the studios right now in Nashville. Isn't that been happening for four and a half years now? It's been a long renovation. How long has this show been going for? It's, not it's, the, show, it's <laughs> like the highway crew that you continue to never see working while like three lanes are shut down in a four-lane highway. It's not the property it's brothers on TV, okay, Jeff? It just doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> it's like, I mean, look, I get, I've had my radio show in Pac-12 now for uh, a year and a half. We've got one phone call, so I really can't can't talk about phone calls, but... Uh, it's just so funny to me. Like this, just I don't know why it's funny. Clay oh, makes well. it worse because he gets so he gets so angry about it. It's that's the thing. I'll it's, just say it again. If Clay had to answer these phones, he would never talk about it again. <laughs> that's the joy of it, and I think our bosses have such good taste in comedy and programming and radio in general that once they saw it triggered Clay, I think that's one of the reasons it's dragged on. I mean, why, now, I hope, it's, I now it's it a gimmick. Yeah, why yeah. fix something that's great content? Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's when it's fabulous. broken, it's, I, I agree. I wouldn't fix it either because it's just it's it's hilarious because he yeah. gets so angry. It is relentlessly entertaining to watch Clay pull his hair out and just not know what to do because technology that he probably couldn't operate doesn't work. Absolutely phenomenal. I mean, it's just so easy, it is. Right? All, all that happens is someone calls in and then you just press a button. They're on the air. Bingo. Yeah, it's that simple. <laughs> <laughs> Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. The guys in L.A. should be able to answer the phones. Watch it go down out there now. That's that's what I'm waiting to see now that we've buried the Nashville studios, or at least not really the studios, and it's not really renovations either. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of fake news <laughs> going around here. I feel like we might be listening to a news a twenty four seven news station on television. But we, we we will be right back. We'll get the crew's thoughts on the preseason. It's outkick the coverage. J Martin Jeff finishing up for Clay Travis here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. Dot com slash sports tire rack.com the way tire buying should be we bring in our good friend lance taylor he's been with us since nearly the beginning 
of Outkick to Coverage when I was barely even the executive producer of the show. He's at the Lance Taylor on Twitter. W Jocks J O X down in Birmingham. LT, how are you? I'm good. I am convinced, Jason, that you do not sleep. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a luxury I can no longer afford, LT. Um, yeah, you know how this business works. I get it, man. I was up at two this morning, and I just I'm over it. I don't I don't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, between this and the wedding, I don't really know what's about to happen in my life, but <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see. So I I looked at this. I think you'll appreciate this. I saw that Sean Aston was twi- was trending this morning, and so I immediately thought, oh no. What's happened to Sean Astin? Well, apparently what's happened is people are upset because Sean Astin is now being referred to as the guy from Stranger Things. And because we've seen like a turnover in the, I guess, the age limit. Uh, I remember Sean Astin as a lot more than Bob Newby from Stranger Things. I don't think I'm alone in that. I, I, I agree. I mean, he's, he's Rudy to me. Um, I, you know, I know there's a lot of Lord of the Rings fans out there. The Goonies, uh, yes. maybe his best film. But my kids, I mean, he's Bob to my kids, so I get it. Yeah. Uh, are you a succession guy? HBO? You know, I thought about picking it up because anything that I watch that is HBO related is really, really good. Yeah. So I've thought about getting on succession. I haven't done it yet. I'm a Brian Cox fan, uh, so I, I need to get into it. I know season two starts up Sunday. this weekend, I think. Yeah, it's fantastic. It, 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 I think it might be the best drama on HBO, and that was before Game of Thrones ended. Just in terms of the dialogue, these are the single most unlikable, unrootable characters in the history of television. But that's fine. Like, I mean, I still think we're in an anti-hero genre uh, when it comes to TV. And when I think about Succession, I also think about Trevor Lawrence taking over for Kelly Bryant. And Kelly Bryant's not going to get a ring, according to Dabo Swinney. What was your reaction to that? It seemed like some people got real up in arms about it. I just kind of shrugged my shoulders and said, all right. I mean, he wasn't really there. He left pretty early in the season. I guess I can understand what Dabo's doing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I went back and forth on this, and, you know, my my conclusion on it was he quit the team. I mean, look, Kelly Bryant did what he felt was a better way to uh, propel his career and and get on a stage where he actually can get to the next level, and that's in Columbia, Missouri, and that's all fine and well. And, look, without Kelly Bryant, they probably don't beat Texas A&M at College Station. I don't think Trevor Lawrence early in the career was ready to do that. Um, but with that said, you know, he is a guy after four games that did walk out. And I think Dabo Swinney, I don't have a problem at all not giving him a ring. Um, you know, when people make an argument, you know, if he would have gone down with an injury, he would have gotten a ring. Yeah, well, that's different. Um, you know, he, he wasn't there. He chose to, to leave, you know, on his own. So I don't have a problem. I think most people are criticizing Dabo. But, yeah, I think he probably did the right thing here. So you're a Rams guy. Fake football started last night. Uh, I also saw that the Rams and the Raiders got into a scuffle, which of course they did because there's NFL Films cameras around and hard knocks with the Raiders, so maybe that's going to make the second episode more interesting than the first. I was on record saying I didn't think that the Raiders' hard knocks was going to blow anybody away because it's not a gotcha show. It's a publicity and propaganda show for the NFL. It's run by their own production company. They're not out here trying to bury one of their own franchises. That's bad for business. But what did you think of the first episode of Hard Knocks? Honestly, I haven't watched it. I've got a DVR. I was finishing up Last Chance U, which I've watched seven of those those eight episodes. So I haven't seen the uh, the bomb that gets dropped on Jason Brown. I don't know if you guys watch Last Chance U. I think it's actually better than Hard Knocks. Uh, but I haven't got into the Hard Knocks yet. I want to watch just because of Gruden. You know, I watched a little bit last year. 
you know, to me, if you're a fan of one of these franchises, it just gives you false hope. You know, as yes. you said, me being a Rams fan, when I watched Jeff Fisher, uh, you know, in their first season in Los Angeles, when he said, you know, no more eight and eight BS. You know, I was <laughs> buying in, and then they go out and they get shut out on that Monday night against San Francisco. So all it does to me is it instills false hope in really bad franchises. Do you think programs like Last Chance U are are detrimental toward how people feel about college football? Like I watched that show, and I and I know what it's about. I, I get what Jason Brown was trying to do, uh, and and I just it's not a representation of college football. I feel like people watch that show and think to themselves, "Well, this is how it is everywhere." Yeah, no, I, I think it's probably uh, a bad rap. I mean, you're a guy that played the game, and so you know realistically how it was, and. You know, I think they show the worst of it. I mean, guys that, that – and I'll tell you, I've never seen less effort, though, from those guys in Last Chance U when it comes to the classroom. And, look, and I'm not a guy – I was a C – if you look at my transcript, it is all Cs. I did just enough to get out of the University of Alabama, and I went more for the social aspect. So I get it, but, I mean, those guys, they just don't care. And I do think it shows college athletics in a bad light. I mean, it's great for the consumer because, you know, it's must-see TV, uh, but it's probably not realistic. Getting back to the college football side of, of Division One football, you know, there's now kind of a, a call, I think, for some of these bigger athletic programs, uh, Alabama, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, to start scheduling a little bit tougher because of attendance issues. What do you contribute the attendance issues to? Well, I think it's easier to sit on the couch. You know, I used to have season tickets, and – you know, instead of driving an hour, an hour and a half and dealing with crowds um, and sneaking in a flask to a game, I'd rather sit on my couch, drink my bourbon, be able to walk to my bathroom and watch six games at one time. You know, that's what I like doing. And I just think, you know, people can buy a 60-inch TV, a nice HD or 4K for 600 bucks, and you can have friends over and you just don't have to deal with the hassle of going to the game. And you know, I mean, you've got to be diehard to be going to uh, stadiums week in, week out now. So I think the attendance continues to drop. And, yeah, I think when you schedule more difficult, um, you know, fun, out-of-conference games, I think people will show up. But all in all, you know, when it's just so easy to sit on the couch, I just think the, the numbers will continue to drop. I, I know you're a big gambling guy just like me. I was asked this question yesterday on a show, and I didn't have a great answer outside of, of Utah, I think. Is, it, is there anyone – outside of probably the seven schools that we expect to maybe make a college ball uh, playoff appearance, uh, is, is there anyone you can think of that's even worth putting money on outside of probably Utah? Yeah, you know, Utah is that team that I took. Like, it's funny you say that because I had somebody that was in Vegas the other day, and they're like, give me a long shot to make the college football playoff. And I said, take a flyer on Utah. I said, yeah. you know, the only thing that I fear is Utah could go 11-1, and never play a ranked team or only play one ranked team, win the Pac-12, and still be on the outside looking in. Um, we did this exercise, you know, taking three or four teams from outside of the coaches' top ten right now. You know, Michigan State was a team I looked at because Mark D'Antonio has had the Spartans in a college football playoff before, and I know it was a down year at 7-6 and six last year, but 17 returning starters, yeah. the offense was awful. It's got to be better. Less than 19 <laughs> points per game last year. If Lewerke can play like he did to end 2017 – I think Michigan State with that defense, I know it's a really difficult conference. And when you look at games, they've got to go to Columbus, they've got to go to Madison, and they've got to go to Ann Arbor. I mean, that's brutal. Uh, but, you know, if they catch lightning in a bottle, if they were to go 11-1, and you know, Michigan State's one of those teams that can make a run. LT, what do you think about this NCAA 
Rich Paul rule, unquote, even though it's not going to affect Rich Paul because he's only getting dudes that are guaranteed to be top right. top five draft picks, but maybe future Rich Paul and just the optics for the NCAA sort of making unilateral declarations without discussions. That seems to be one of their biggest issues is they just put these rules out and there's not like any kind of discussion or debate and it feels like you're just dealing with a monolithic organization. Yeah, I agree. This thing will get shot down quickly. Man, how hypocritical it is that, that, you know, I don't know what the percentage of athletes that actually graduate themselves uh, from from college. So yeah. you're going to say that one of these agents now has to have a degree? It just It's hypocritical. It doesn't make any sense. And you're right about Rich Paul. I mean, these are the guys that are testing the NBA waters. Uh, those aren't his guys. No, no. No, definitely not. Uh, nobody that's tertiarily on the fence between making it to the NBA or finding out they're not good enough. Rich Paul ain't dealing with those guys. That's that's no. not a thing that's going to happen. What do you think about Dabo taking that shot at Alabama? I kind of like this. I think this is good because some people might have fatigue with the Clemson-Alabama rivalry. I don't. I think it's fantastic all the way around. But Dabo needling just a little bit with that, yeah, you guys won by 31 points calm down about how Clemson had a far easier schedule, but then Dabo doesn't have a, have a lot of legs to stand on, going off of Jeff's point earlier, because they are only playing Clemson, meaning only one team that's preseason ranked at all, and the ACC is not particularly deep, so I wonder how battle-tested this great Clemson team is going to be by the time we ultimately see them, because I don't see them having a blemish at all until you get to the college football playoff. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a reason that win total is 11.5 right now. The schedule is a complete joke. They'll win every game by double digits. They'll be favored in every game by double digits. Uh, the only problem I've got with Dabo is I don't know why he feels it necessary to take up for the ACC. Mm. And look, the ACC is a bad conference. It's Clemson and everyone else. We know that. I don't even know who the second best team is. I guess you could make an argument last year it was Syracuse. Yeah. But I don't remember Bobby Bowden back in the day when Florida State first went to the ACC. You guys remember they completely dominated. And it was oh, like yeah. two or three consecutive years they went undefeated in the conference. And then they lost on that Thursday night in Charlottesville to Virginia. Yep. But I never remember Bobby Bowden battling and trying to take up for his conference. It was all about Florida State. And Dabo just needs to – Embrace what he's got. I mean, he's got one of the top two programs in college football. He's won two of the last three national championships. And I truly believe we're going to see Clemson-Alabama part five. So do I. And I think that's so probably do – I. I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that if that's what we get. Never anything wrong talking to you, LT. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you next week, my friends. Good hearing from you. Thanks, boys. See you guys. Thank you. Take care. That's LT. He's at the Lance Taylor, WJOX down in Birmingham. Does a great job. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Finishing up the first hour of three here on Outkick the Coverage. Jeff Schwartz with me. I'm Jason Martin. He's at Jeff Schwartz. I'm at J Mart Zone. Crew in LA. Trifecta spinning the dials radio style for us, doing a great job. Fake football last night, bringing the crew out in LA. I know you watched it, Danny. What did you see last night? Well, you guys obviously came out the gates talking about the quarterbacks. It was fun to see Daniel Jones and. We got to see Baker Mayfield because of the weather delay that happened during the Giants game, which was a blessing in disguise because why don't we get the Red Zone channel for the preseason? The the fans are charged 
regular, well, at least season ticket holders are charged regular prices. And the thing I want to see is the first series or two from each game. Because what is the purpose of seeing the entire game? By the second quarter, we usually want to tune out and go to a different game, right? Um, You want to see as many of the starters as you can. So it was fun that Scott Hansen was forced into his first red zone channel situation, which kind of made me smile because that's how we got to see that three minutes of Baker Mayfield. And there, then, there was red zone channel last night? Well, not officially, but because of the weather delay, they started bouncing around oh, to yeah, all okay. the different games. Well, which, I know like Andrew Siciliano was tweeting out a picture. They were practicing the red zone last yeah. night, uh, but not actually – uh, uh, showing it to everyone else. I had dinner with Andrew the other day. He was in Charlotte, and he told me how um, it works, like how how he does his whole show. Wow, it's a lot of moving parts. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Oh, those guys are super talented at what yeah. they do. Because just try that at home. There's no way that a regular human being could focus on that many different moving parts and do it as seamlessly as those two guys do. Um, I think the Bills surprised me. I know that our Instagram account for Fox Sports Radio put out that play from the uh, former rugby player, England's Christian Wade, yeah, as the highlight of the night. And and I agree, that 65-yard touchdown run was really fun to watch. Also, that Devin Motor Singletary, another running back on the Bills squad, stood out. Product FAU, of yeah. FAU, yeah, our friend of the program, Lane Kiffin. So two <laughs> running backs on the Bills. And that 65-yard touchdown run, I think it was the best highlight of last night. A big part of that was how much fun the Bills were having as the entire team was jumping up and down around Wade after his touchdown. It, it was a lot of fun to see. Yeah, I mean, they're getting all that fun out of the way now because it's not going to be fun when the games start to count. Well, the the, the best the best story might have been last night, if you guys can go find it, um, is uh, the story from Cleveland. With the, There was a player that scored a, a late punt return touchdown who was like living homeless just a couple, just a week or so ago? Yeah, that's um, fantastic. I got that call. He, you guys want it? Yeah, the the Browns one. Yeah, yeah. Let's play. Yeah, it. please play. It, yeah, we'll watch this one with interest. Snap back. Tressway takes it and left foots it out. DJ Montgomery almost blocked it. Backpedaling. Sheehy Giuseppe's got it at the 14. Juggled. Now he's to the 20, 25. Here he goes. 30, 40. He's to the 50. He's to the 40. Now he's in open field. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Damian Sheehy Giuseppe, and the entire Browns team <laughs> races down into the end zone. This is how it will be when we win the AFC. A scene just like that, 86 yards. That is fantastic. That's a team. That's going to be famous last words wow. for that guy yeah, right no, there. Geez. So, so basically, his story <laughs> as quick as I can possible. He was sleeping outside. He had a workout with the Browns that he finagled his way into like this other workout. Introduced himself to the Browns personnel guy. Got himself a workout. He was sleeping outside the gym in Miami on the floor on the ground on the grass to work out for a week to get ready for his preparation in Cleveland. When we come back, we've got a lot of divisions that we still haven't previewed to finish up our analysis of the league. And we'll do that starting next here on Outkick the Coverage. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Coming to you live from the Geico Outkick studios. Welcome back. It's the Outkick the Coverage radio program, hour number two. On this Friday, two more hours left of the 15 that Jeff Schwartz and I are doing in place of Clay Travis. Clay is back 
on Monday. I'm Jason Martin, host of the Jason Martin Show here on Fox Sports Radio on Sunday mornings, 3 to 6 a.m. Eastern. You can hear me and follow me on Twitter at jmartzone. Jeff Schwartz played in the NFL for a long time. Now he talks about it, writes about it for a living, and doesn't take the hits. He's at Jeff Schwartz. Crew out in L.A. spinning the dials radio style for us. Chad Withrow will join us in the third hour of the program for his regular Friday assignment. So, Jeff, we have some divisions we still need to preview right. in a league, and I think we have a good jump-off point to talk about the AFC East, which I don't think is going to be a particularly lengthy discussion, but Adam Gase and smelling salt was a thing that kind of hit Twitter last night as well, and David Chow said it's not like out of the ordinary. Correct. It, uh, yeah. it was kind of amazing it's, how people acted like he was taking heroin or something like that. It's, it's one of my favorite things about NFL Twitter is that, you know, with obviously, you know, some of the concerns now with player safety, and, and I understand that, that when there's a, a player takes a, a, a salt tablet, not salt tablet, an ammonia tablet, um, you know, or smelling salts, and they take a whiff of it before they go on the field, people lose their minds on Twitter. Like they, yeah. they like they're like, oh my god, what is what is this player doing? What? Well, I'm like, guys, it's just smelling salts. Now, they they'll. I don't know if you ever had a smelling salt before, Jason. I don't um, think I have. Uh, it, it uh it, it it gets you going a little bit. Like it's <laughs> not it's it, it's not an energy drink, obviously, but you're gonna you're gonna wake up. Now there are some crazy people I played with. Most often they're the fullbacks who will fill an entire bottle full of ammonia tablets and then make you sniff it before a game that's a that's a little excessive uh, i've done it before i mean it is what it is but to singe your um, nose hairs off yeah it's it you, you, it's a you have a violent reaction to it <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but uh are fullbacks no, insane oh yeah they're crazy I mean, th- I mean their job is to literally pound their head against a wall all day yeah um and so yeah so yeah i would i would uh I'd have a, a little uh, ammonia tablet before I go on a lot, a lot of drives. I mean, I'm telling you, like if you're even just a little bit like you need know, just a tiny boost of energy or you're a little bit down, you, you take a, a little sniff of that. And, and Adam Gase's reaction was exactly like the reaction you have. It just was Adam Gase all being all awkward about it. Like it's just, that, but that's the reaction. Like that literally, it just, it, he sniffed it for two seconds, less than that, a second. I'm watching it right now. All you need, man, just a tiny whiff. Crack that thing open, just pop it. Does that explain his press conference? No. The taco press conference? No. Um, but this is just video is just classic Adam Gase. Like first preseason game. So far we had we had Vic Fangio uh, uh, coach a game with kidney stones in the Hall yes. of Fame game. Now we have uh, Adam Gase, um, you know, like uh, Adam Gase ammonia tablet situation. Um, and I'm sure we'll have something this weekend that's great about it. I mean, look, the preseason, you have to make the most of it. This is how we do it, right? We make the most of it by having fun. Finding nothing and blowing it up. Yeah, I mean, that's that's part of the preseason. Is, you know, we have storylines with rookie quarterbacks that we're always going to follow. Second-year quarterbacks are always going to follow. And then there's obviously the first-year coaches. Uh, and then there's teams just kind of trying to get by through it. Um, and we have to find things to talk about. We love football being back. We're so excited for to being back that we will take any story. You know, Daniel Jones going five for five. Kyler Murray six to seven. The Browns had one good drive to, to you know to to start the game, and we're going to overreact to all of it because that's that's the fun of the preseason. If you take it too seriously, then that's your fault. And there there is no correlation between preseason success and the regular season. I think you can look at a couple things though. 
If you want, if you want to take anything from the preseason, here's what you look at. One is offensively, if you just have a good rhythm, it doesn't mean you're going to have a great season. But just like we played it in 2010, I was on the Panthers, and we um, we were two and fourteen that year, right? And we had. Uh, the worst offense we 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 have a twelve points a game, Jason, for the whole season. Twelve yeah, that's points a game for the whole season. Well, our preseason was pretty bad. I think that we had um, we had we scored. Uh, this is the this is the regular season here. Where's the preseason schedule here? Um, I can't. I don't think it was. I think we scored no touchdowns in the preseason. That's good. Um, we yeah well we, we we scored twelve points three points seven points and three points in the preseason, so that kind of shows you kind of maybe how how things could go if you don't do anything in the preseason. I don't even remember this Ravens game. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I mean, normally like, Jeff I have going a, back through his history right now. I have a general idea of like games I remember. Um, Ravens. I, I remember we played the Titans that year because Derek Morgan was a rookie that year, the defensive lineman, um, and we scored seven points. Uh, no, we scored 15 points this game. I'm sorry. We had scored 15. I'm so, whoa, wow. Scored 15 points. Um, Exciting day that one was. But I don't think we, we had a field goal, a field goal. We scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Of that. So you just – I don't have to go through all this. But basically, that was, I think, the one touchdown we scored the entire preseason was in the third game in the fourth quarter. Like, like So if that happens to your team – that's a problem. Like, like, like that, like that, that is an issue um, with your ability to, to communicate move the ball down the field. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of underlying issues. So let's look at the AFC East as the guys in LA take smelling salt right now. Danny G, I just heard one pop against the microphone out there. So he's going to be all kinds of fired up when we get to the AFC West discussion. But in the East, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. Pats are going to win the division, and then you can do whatever you want after that. I would say Adam Gase alone with that offense. I like Sam Darnold. Le'Veon Bell should make a big difference. Feels like the Jets should be the second-best team in that division. And then whatever you want to do with Buffalo and Miami. I still believe in Josh Rosen, but I don't know what kind of chance he's going to get. And then the Bills are the Bills. They've still got Josh Allen. Last time I checked, he can't really throw the football particularly accurately. So this one seems like a pretty easy call to me. Yeah, it's yeah. Patriots won, and their schedule, by the way, is so easy. So yeah, I don't know it is. How they luck in to having these schedules where they play the Chiefs again at home this year, and there's some weird rotation where, like, every three years it kind of flips because um, they play the Chiefs now. The Chiefs have now gone to New England three straight years, so they get the Steelers at home, right? Which is one of their tough games. Yeah. They get the Browns yeah. at home. They get the Cowboys at home, and they get um, the. Uh, there's one other team they get at home here as well. And the uh, Patriots like, don't lose at home. So no, they don't. So they, they get oh yeah Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh week one at home, right? Then they get the Browns at home as well. They get the Cowboys at home and the Chiefs at home. They have to go to Philly. That'll be a tough game. They got to go to Baltimore. That's you know, they always Baltimore always plays them tough. Got to go to Houston. Their schedule is is kind of tough now. Houston, I don't think it's going to be as good as people think. So you know, there's a good. good there's a good possibility if they beat Pittsburgh, they start the season off eight and one till they get to Baltimore, mm. or eight seven and one. I mean, 
or if they, or if they beat or if they beat Pittsburgh, there's a good possibility they roll into Cleveland on Sunday, October 27th at seven and zero. Yeah. So who do you Pittsburgh, like better? Miami, New York, Buffalo, Washington, and then New York's back to back. So who do you like better between Buffalo and Miami? Uh, uh, oh, Buffalo. Miami's just not not there right now. Uh, they have line issues. They they seem to not want to play Rosen, even though Rosen looked far better than Fitzpatrick last night. Yeah. Rosen actually played uh, decently well. At least his numbers showed that. I thought if you look at him on the field, it, it went well. So uh, I think it's definitely going to be my uh, the Bills. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I know Barnwell has Miami as his other team to bottom out, but I don't think the Bills are very good. I certainly don't, as a matter of fact. I don't think either one of them is going to matter all that much. But do you think Josh Allen is – prime to be there for any kind of real length of time or is this going to be a pretty short stint i know they took him early in the draft but what we saw last year was what we thought we were going to see he's a better athlete than people would expect if you don't know anything about him and he can throw it a mile but he can't necessarily throw it accurately consistent enough to scare a defense in the intermediate routes which quarterback did you say josh allen oh josh allen okay yeah i thought for a second you were talking about Lamar Jackson, we had, we'd already done the Ravens. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was like oh, okay. Um, uh, look, here's the thing with, with quarterbacks. Look, I I could be wrong, and I've been wrong plenty times before, and I'm sure I'll be wrong again, um, is quarterbacks coming out of college who don't have a 60% completion rate do not translate well to the NFL. Because typically, and of course, it's harder to pass the ball in the NFL. And so... He comes out last year and completes I think fifty six percent of passes in the NFL last year, um, and people are going to say, "Well, you know, he's a rookie and he he made some plays with legs." Okay, I mean, yeah, it's all fine and dandy. He actually completed fifty two percent of passes last year. It's all fine and dandy. Um, there were some drops he had last year, but you know, we're seeing Drew Brees complete like seventy four percent of passes. I mean, you have to complete the ball at quarterback, running the ball at quarterback. And saying that's the reason why this quarterback will be good is not historically accurate. Now, Cam Noon is special player. Cam Noon was able to run the football and also pass the football with not, you know, with his completion percentage not being as high as you'd like. But he was so dynamic at, at rushing the football. He's the outlier. That's because he's a giant human being, right? Like, I mean, it's outlier. his size and Josh his athleticism. Josh Allen is not, that is not the outlier. Cam is. And so we cannot say that Josh Allen is going to be good um, because of what Cam did back in the day. Like running the football to me, and everyone was like, "Well, you know, he ran the football and scored on this play." And, uh, I, I don't care. I don't care because look at the quarterbacks that were in the divisional round last year. Seven of eight were pocket passers. The one, the one not being was was Lamar Jackson. Um, um, actually, no, in the divisional round they were all pocket passers because Lamar had been eliminated by the Chargers. Right. They're all pocket passers. Now, are they guys that are mobile? Sure. Being having mobility in the pocket is much more important than quote unquote being being able to run. Um, so mobility, fantastic. Running quarterback, not fantastic. So when people say to me, "Well, Josh Allen won games last year because he, you know he was able to move the ball with his legs," that's great for a year, great for a second year, but eventually he's going to get hurt doing that. It's going to happen. It happens all the time. We see it. There's no surprise about it. Um, and that. That's not the way to win games in the long run. No. And, I mean, he's a little bigger than some, so maybe he could take a few more hits, but eventually that's going to catch up to him. I mean, you think right. about the difference between mobility and running quarterbacks. I mean, Kyler Murray moved a lot, 
but he moved in the context of being very accurate from the pocket in college. And as long as he can see over the tall guys in front of him, he's going to be okay. I mean, he is not somebody that's going to be reliant to pull down and run. I mean, there are way too many quarterbacks, especially young quarterbacks, that immediately go to that as a fail-safe too early and don't give anything time to develop because they just don't trust what's in front of them. But nobody's going to call Russell Wilson a running quarterback, but he can run. There's a difference between being able to run and having that as part of your arsenal and that being the only weapon that you have in your locker. And if that's the only weapon you have in your locker, that can be easily taken away. And not even just with injuries, I would say, Jeff, just also with being able to scheme it. Like eventually you yeah. can just stop somebody. Correct. If you know what they're going to do, you don't have to you don't have to respect their ability to throw Correct. the football down the field. Correct. Um and that is gonna be an issue. Um and you're playing the Patriots in your division. Which obviously they're very bright. They're going to find ways to stop you. So yeah, if they can stop Sean McVay, they can stop Josh Allen. So being a pocket passer is the way to go in the NFL. And so I just don't think he's that guy. Just like I don't think Lamar Jackson. If you watch their offense last night, um, they run the same exact offense they ran last year. I was told by all these Ravens fans, this offense is going to be different this year. But well, you notice I mean, how we have we're probably not going to see that during the preseason, though, right? Well, so here's the thing about about offenses. I tweeted this last night. So right now. Right now, you're, you're running your base offense, right? Like your most basic plays. Because you have you probably have not even installed your entire offense yet. Because you install by the day. So you install, you know, day one, you have a day one install. Day two, install. Day three, maybe day four is the third down thing. Then day five is a short yardage day. And then day six is a, is a, is a red zone day. And day seven is a goal line day. So you're making your way through the installs right now. You might have most of it in right now. But most of it you're not comfortable with because you just had installed it. And so the idea, basically, for preseason game one is that you're looking at your plays that you've installed already. You're looking at how the defense might play those plays. You're not specifically game planning, saying we're going to run these plays because the defense does this. No, no, no. You're looking at the plays we run against their defense. We're still going to run those plays. Here's how the defense might might react to them. Not saying... Not saying basically we're going to run what's best for us against that defense. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, okay. it does. So that's so so when we see from the Ravens with Lamar Jackson is what they put in already. That's their base offense. Is is what they showed last night, which was a lot of pistol zone read and play action passes, which is what they did last year. As soon as Lamar left the game, the offense completely changed. And people say, well. Lamar Jackson, you know, they, they tailored the offense for him last year in a quick fashion. Yeah, they did, but there's a reason why they didn't keep the offense, because he's not a very accurate passer. You know, the Ravens put out videos of Lamar Jackson pa- passing the ball at practice. He hasn't done a spiral yet. They're all Yeah, well, ducks. the problem with accuracy is accuracy isn't something that you generally learn. It's not like you can't really train accuracy. You, it's it's similar. Like I continue to watch Mariota here in Nashville. I haven't been gotten to go to camp this year, but watched him last year in particular, and I've heard that similar things have been true this year. That one thing Mariota just simply does not do is throw anybody open. You have to get open, turn around, make yourself available to him, and he can get the football to you. But yeah. he's not going to put the ball where the receiver is then going to run underneath it uh, in stride, or he's, he can actually throw you open because he sees a spot that's going to be there that you can get to. Right. Like That does not happen. That's not something that you can generally teach. That's just something that's either an innate skill or not. And accuracy is not so, – look, you can say, hey, be more accurate – and you can change the footwork a little bit, but if a guy's not accurate, he's just not damn accurate, right? Yeah. I, and so yeah. Look, that's a problem for Lamar. And it's a big problem for the Ravens as well, and it's going to bear 
We're just going to have to keep on watching it. So that's the AFC East. There wasn't much there. The Patriots are going to win that division. I don't think there's any question. The question is how much better are the Jets going to be this year than what we've seen over the past couple. How many games do you think the Jets could win before we get a break, Jeff? Seven to eight, probably. I mean, that's decent. Uh, I'm curious to see what Bell does, and I'm certainly curious to see if Darnold continues to take steps. I wish they had more weapons. I still feel like they don't have a lot of weapons down the field for him. But that offense should be able to help with that. That, that, I played that offense my last year in Detroit. Um, It's Payne Manning's old offense, essentially. And while I'm not saying Sam Darnold is Payne Manning, you know, you can you can do more with less a little bit sometimes in, uh, with, with, with a good OC. When we come back, the NFC East. This could be a much more interesting discussion. It's Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Jeff Schwartz is confident. He's at Jeff Schwartz. I'm, I am. I'm confident. I'm at J Mart Zone. Clay Travis is way too confident. He's at Clay Travis. He'll be back little, on Monday. Little much. Yeah, a little, little bit much. much. It, it, Jason, is it is it pretentious of me to have a podcast called Jeff Schwartz is Smarter Than You? No. I mean, there's also Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader and things like that in the past. It's just kind of to the point. I mean, no one thinks that you're that intelligent, so they just find it to be funny that you would call your podcast that. <laughs> Wow, jeez! <laughs> you like how I just said that in a measured just, tone? It's like right to the just right to the groin. Wow. Um, oh yikes! Oh yeah, how did that poll go? You said you you were like, hey, if no, I, would the just, po- I just I'm hosted doing the a podcast. Oh, okay, so you were you were just putting that out there for you the. You know what's interesting it. is that a lot of the responses I got about what they would want my podcast to be is exactly what it's going to be. So it was actually kind of interesting to see, like, because I basically put out there, like, what if I do a solo podcast, um, would you listen? And Twitter was maybe the wrong medium to do this because people do, do dislike me. Like, Instagram and Facebook, say. Instagram and Facebook was, like, over 90% yes. Twitter was was not as high. Um, yeah. um, and a lot of people said, that, you know, like, we, we just don't want to hear one voice, which you won't. Um, you know, we hope it's authentic, which of course it will be. Um, and that, and that, you know, basically, you know, is it going to be more conversational? Yes, it will be. I should have phrased it better. It's not just going to be me talking the whole time. There will be producers that will be heavily involved in it. Um, I'm excited for this. I want to do my own podcast for a while now. You know, most everything I do is, you know, with someone, which I obviously I don't mind working with you or with, with Sean on my other show. Uh, this will be pretty fun. I mean, I think podcast obviously is the next thing to happen and on a big time level it already is the question is whether or not i i actually record myself doing this podcast and like put it on youtube i'm not quite sure if that's like a th- gonna be allowed because mm. i think that's what we're a lot of people are doing now anyway so um there's just new there's new ventures in in podcasting radio you know, radio.com is starting a whole new sh- lineup basically uh they've stole they poached some big some big players off Sirius to do that um and so there's new mediums and opportunities now in, in, the, in this business well, congratulations on that. I'm sure you will do a good job. I'd like to hear a podcast down the line with you and Mitch together once okay, he's so done that, playing. So that was the original plan. 
my brother said he's not going to do it until he retires, which Yeah, and sense. I understand that. I totally uh, understand that. So, like, I, even though I sound like I know what I'm talking about, and I, I do a lot of times, and I can be a, a, a kind of a jerk sometimes on social media, um, um, I... I generally don't think I'm smarter than everybody. I mean, I, 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 I'm smarter than a lot of people in football, especially. My brother actually thinks he's smarter than everybody. So, um, and he, he probably is. And so, the podcast with him is going to be amazing. Like, he, it, it's just, uh, if you think I'm opinionated and you think that that I have thoughts that are contrary to, like, public belief, like, my brother is, it's going to be glorious. It's going to be unbelievably amazing um and so hopefully when he does retire we're gonna put that that retirement will be on the new podcast i just don't know what to call it because you can't say my schwartz be with you probably eat my schwartz yeah i could do eat my schwartz i don't know that uh, we'll think of something but um my brother and i podcast will be amazing i'm just promising you right now you have to wait obviously a couple years for that to happen it's gonna be fabulous um and so i'm excited for it um yeah you don't you don't have a podcast you just upload yeah, I do have a podcast. As a matter of fact, I have the Pop Six. It used to be Outkick the Culture, yeah. but yeah, no, I now I do that. a Pop Culture podcast. Yeah, on the Office, on one of my Office episodes. You know, you know what's amazing about the Office again? Like my wife last night, just I've gotten her into the Office now. Um, I'm I glad started, that that's finally happened. I started season three because I figured I could catch her up pretty quickly on yeah. season one and two. Um, and so, like, whenever she's like at night now, when she just wants to like veg out, I put the Office on for an episode. Like, it's just it's non. Like it, it's just non-thinking television. You just all right. Laugh, so yeah. All right. So let me let me it. lay this. I'm gonna lay this yeah. out for you. I haven't. I don't know if I've ever laid this out on this show before. I've talked to Clay about this, but I don't know if I've ever done it on the air. But I've done it on the Pop Six, and it's something I created years ago, and I call it the Red versus Blue Show. And so I look at a red show as kind of like a stop sign or a red light. It's something that's heavy. It's something that demands my attention. It's something that can affect my mood. Something like Mad Men or Game of Thrones, or uh, The Sopranos, something where the content, one, it's intricate, and it's not something that can just be tertiarily on, secondarily in the background. And so that's a red show. I have to be in the right mood to watch a red show. And then there's something I call a blue show. Blue is more of a cool color. It's more of a relaxing color. It's like the pillow before it gets a little bit too hot. It's right when you first get into bed and you've got the fan on, the air conditioning's the right deal. That's something you can have on in the background. And blue shows, to me, red shows are the ones that win awards. Blue shows are the ones that are timeless. There's a reason why Friends in the Office are two show, are the two highest-watched shows on Netflix. It's because of what you just said. It is a blue show. It is a show you can have on in the background while you're making dinner or while you're cleaning the house or while you're about to go to sleep or while you're checking your email or while you're you know on social media or whatever it is that you're doing. You don't have to pay attention, and you can recite it without even looking at the screen. Because you right. know some of it. And so that's The Office. That's Friends. For me, it was some of these old USA, what they were called, blue sky dramas like White Collar and Monk and yeah. stuff like that. And then sports is the ultimate blue show. Because you can have a college basketball game on just in the background while you're doing stuff. You don't have to pay attention. You just pick up every couple of minutes. Preseason football, you could technically call a blue show. Blue shows make life. They're not going to affect your mood. Now, Scott's Tots might affect your mood that episode of the office might affect your mood 
But most you might laugh. Yes, Mo- yeah, yeah. When I rewatched it, it was a little easier to e- easier than the first well, time I saw it. Well, but the blue the shows, shows are really, awkward. really key to your life. It's super awkward. I mean, it's like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm is a it's a red show, even though it's a comedy. But there are many. Whatever your escapes are, now I've laid this out on my show in Nashville and had people call in and tell me, you know, what are your blue shows? What are the things that you just have on in the background of your life, pop culture wise? Some people, it's movies. I used to, I used to have Back to the Future and The Dark Knight and Fletch, and I had a list of ones that would be go tos. The Big Short's kind of been added to that list in recent years. Just films that I love that I can just have on, and I know what's happening, even if, you know, depending on where I am, I'm not even in the room yeah. and it's loud enough. Those are really, really important. But that's the reason why The Office and Friends yeah. are watched. It's not a lot of people watching for hours at a time, it's people that are about to go to sleep watching a couple of episodes of The Office. My wife can't go to sleep yeah. without, without The Office not being on. See, that's it. Yeah, that's it. In a nutshell, I mean, what else? What do you watch, Roberto? Like, what's the stuff that you just relax to, that you unwind to, that you don't have to pay so much attention to, but that just kind of is almost like a soundtrack to the background of your life? Yeah, I, I, I like putting on a, an old movie, something that I like, and I put it on. And sometimes, if it's like usually like a Sunday, like on Sunday afternoon, I'll be watching a, a Dodger game, and I'll just fall asleep for some reason. Yeah, baseball. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why I, that's why I'm saying this. I said this to you a couple of days ago, Jeff, that I record Red Zone every yeah. Sunday. It's like seven, eight hours. And then I've got that for the whole week. And then I'll replace it with the next week. So when you get to the end of the season, you just leave that final one there and don't record over it. Because I can always have an NFL regular season week of seven hours with no commercials and just have that on and I'll be perfectly content to that i think everybody needs to have some kind of a pop culture escape that doesn't demand their attention but it's just something other than silence at times in the background i think that you don't need to always have sound you need silence you need to be able to think through things and you know take things a little bit differently but i also think that it's really it's good for the soul just to have something that you like on in the background. And I think that it's fascinating to ask the question what people's escapes are because they're always so varied. It's so dependent upon who the person is, even though it seems like friends in the office are proven to be two that have stood the test of time. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I think that, again, I, I, I'm going to use the red and blue. I think that's like that's a fabulous because there's times when when I try to nap during the day and it's very few and far between. And typically, it's like a 15, 20 minute nap, and I yeah. I go lay in bed and basically just like fall asleep watching some some television show for 15 minutes, and I put on a blue show. Like I try to find Absolutely. a blue show to where I just it's background noise. I've seen it a million times. I don't really need to. You know, weirdly enough, what what show works a lot for me. Is thirty the th- a thirty for thirty or like a or like sure. an NFL Network uh, football life? Yeah, like I have a bunch of them taped, and I'll just put them on the ones I haven't watched yet. And I fall asleep with like in one in one segment. I'm, I'm out cold. I don't know I, why. Dude, I have thirty. I, thirty for thirties. <laughs> when why. I originally laid this take out, and they're very good. Thirty for thirties, but the light ones, like yeah. uh, this magic moment about yeah. Shaq and and Penny and the uh, New York Knicks. Reggie Miller and the New York Knicks was one. I hate Christian Leitner is one. Not like OJ made in America. Like you've got to be careful what you fall asleep to. Like, I don't want to fall asleep watching Chernobyl. That's not, no. That's not the last I, thing I want to see right before I go to sleep. I, I need to, a palate cleanser. That's what a blue show is. <laughs> it's a palate cleanser whether you're awake or about to fall asleep. I tried to do that um, with Den of Thieves the other day. It didn't work very well. 
Uh, yeah, you got to be real. You got to be real. What's your escape, Danny? I hear you laughing in the background over there. King of Queens is a good one. Oh, to interesting. Sleep to. All right. Yeah. Everybody, too, everybody yeah. loves Raymond was one of mine. Yeah, that's not bad. Seinfeld is one that oh, my yeah. cousin swore by. He's like, if I don't have Seinfeld on in the background, I can't go to sleep. One of the things I hate about Netflix is, are you still watching? It's like, yeah, I'm still watching. Like, don't put up this message. Oh, Just yeah. keep it rolling. Because <laughs> yeah. the last thing I want is to wake up in silence with that message. Because that's what I'm going to wake up to every time. I want to wake up and still have an episode of news radio or whatever it is that I am watching. But I do think it's important to have pop culture escapes. And just right here, you just heard 30 for 30s, A Football Life, King of Queens, The Office for Roberto's Wife, an old movie. Yes, like this stuff. Tweet me. Yeah, tweet me at jmartzone or tweet at Jeff Schwartz. Let us know what your escapes are. I just, I am very, I'm always fascinated to see what people have on in the background of their life. Not, I, I get it. Mad Men's fantastic. Breaking Bad's fantastic. I, I understand this. Believe me. I've talked and written about these things for years. I want to know what it is that you get entertained by that leaves you in a positive feeling that just kind of makes you feel good because i think that maybe we spend too much time not looking at things like that eddie what's your escape show i don't know if you were listening to us or not but what is it you like to have on in the background um i don't know if it's escape shows the right word maybe it is but like if i'm ever if i'm ever not in a good mood i will put on the show parks and recreation oh yes Yes. second best comedy of all time always always gets me in a good mood did did you see the video that was on the internet yesterday where they put Nick Swanson's face uh, <laughs> on all Ron the Swanson. Full House. Is it not Nick Swanson? What's his um, Nick uh, Ron Nick Swanson? Ron, Ron Swanson. Ron, Nick Nick Offerman's yeah. face on the intro to Full House. No, he was I, on all his, his face was on all the characters. It was unbelievably. You need to go find that <laughs> on social media. I right will now. do it's it right now. Unbelievably funny. Yes, Eddie. Eddie with the best answer of all. Uh, no, I, I like you. Parks and Rec better than The Office. Other than Seinfeld, Parks and Rec's my favorite show in terms of comedies of all time. I'm, I'm it's just phenomenal. I'm with you. Truly I phenomenal. Kind of get I actually can probably get on it, even though The Office is my favorite show. Dude, Parts and Rec is really amazing. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's I really wanna, good, too, but I still prefer The Office better. I want to discuss why Parks and Rec is better than The Office, in my opinion, but we'll do it after the break, because I don't want Danny G in the chat window telling me about our timing here, because he's gotten so used to Clay Travis not understanding how a clock works, <laughs> he's forgotten that Jeff and I do. We'll be right back. It's Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I'm having all kinds of chat window problems. I've had a chat window that hasn't updated for an hour, and then Dana gets into my ears and tells me something. So I go back and reopen the chat window, and I've missed all sorts of conversation going on. I don't know what's happening with my Google Hangout today, but it's a problem. But let's get to a couple of phone calls. 877-99 on Fox. We were talking about red versus blue shows, which is just this philosophy I came up with a few years ago about red shows being kind of, whoa, stop, caution, better be in the right mood, better be ready to pay attention. And then a blue show, which is kind of something you can have on in the background of your life. And I'm always relentlessly fascinated to see what it is that people have. 
as they're going through their lives and something that makes them feel better, all of that kind of stuff. Brady in Missouri wants to weigh in on that. Let's go to him. Brady, what's up, my friend? Hey, J-Mart. Uh, very underrated would be anything Adam Sandler related, really. Some of his newer stuff, maybe not, but 90s, early 2000s, anything Adam Sandler. You, anybody who's anybody pretty much knows anything Adam Sandler by heart. Yeah. So like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Waterboy, stuff like that. You put you could put it on your TV on Netflix and go all day and never even think twice about it. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of those old SNL guys from that time had stuff like that. I mean, for me, it was news radio because I, Phil Hartman was like a hero of mine growing up and still really sad that he passed away. News radio is a vastly underrated show, but you can even think of stuff like the Farley, David Spade stuff like Tommy Boy. Yeah. A lot of those kinds of films are infinitely rewatchable. I think one of the things we're seeing right now in Hollywood is a lot of films you don't want to rewatch. I think Marvel cinematic films are things you can have on that are blue shows as well and are very rewatchable also. Uh, but many of these films are just you watch them one time and you never want to see them again, but you're glad you saw them that one time. Like I don't think a whole lot of people were watching Django a hundred times. I think you watch it one time, you're like, wow, that's really good. But it's not something you necessarily need to rewatch. Unlike Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I think you can rewatch many times. It's really good. John in Tennessee, let's get to him real quickly as well. I think he might actually want to talk about sports. So let's do that. John, what's up? Oh, I just want to talk about the New England Patriots. Okay. Okay. It seems like, it seems like everybody has forgotten that that organization is very, very crooked. I mean, I, I, I know people hung up on me. I called the sport talk show a while back, and they hung up on me because I was telling you, it's just the truth. They was called a few years ago, if you remember, they was called stealing the other team's plays. They signed the coach $500,000, a half a million dollars. Then they caught the so-called quarterback tampering with the balls. They suspended him for four games. Now the owner has been caught in a place where he shouldn't be. But anyway, it's all been swept under the rug, so everybody gives them a lot of credit, but they're crooked. All right, John, thank you. Yeah, um, I was somebody who would not let him on the air because we used to get a lot of Patriots conspiracy calls back in the day, and I just can't listen to it anymore. Not because there wasn't Spygate and all this kind of stuff, but like, what's new here? Like, I don't know. I don't really even know what I'm supposed to say to that at this stage. Yeah, they've done a couple of things that are definitely questionable, but that's very old. Um, I uh, everyone was everyone was stealing signals. It doesn't bother me. So we've got a few tweets. My blue show Christian says Top Gear the Grand Tour, which I could see that. Um, just a car show you can have on. I think you could probably put on a lot of shows that are similar to that. Pawn Stars used to be something I could have on in the background as well back in the day. Roger says, Blue Noise for me is The Simpsons. When I was a kid, and I think this goes back to having a VCR and taping these things every day in syndication, I had like eight or nine tapes full of Seinfeld episodes, and I'd try to watch them live so I could cut out the commercials. And then uh, The Simpsons was another one there from that stretch between season four and season eight or so. Just absolutely about as good as it got. We had another Parks and Rec argument here as well. The quick version of why Parks and Rec to me is a better show than The Office is that Parks and Rec still made it fun to watch characters once their story arc sort of came to a close. The key example to me is Aubrey Plaza and Chris Platt's characters. Um, or Chris Pratt's characters. Because once they put them together into a relationship, they left them alone and let them be happy. 
the same thing with Ben Wyatt and Leslie Nope. Yeah. Unlike Jim and Pam got kind of annoying after their wedding. Yeah. Uh, they ruined uh, Ed Helms and Ellie Kemper's relationship. They could have had something good there, but they didn't. They didn't write cleverly around them enjoying their lives. They used this drama to drag it out. And then, of course, you had Spader, who I liked, uh, the Robert California character. And then they had the Catherine Tate character that was absolute trash uh, in the final season of that show. But I will say the finale of The Office, one of the great finales we've ever seen in comedy almost made the two seasons that came before it worthwhile we got one more hour coming up next here on outkick fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live coming to you live from the geico outkick studios i'm jason martin joined by nick swanson 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Sorry, Jeff. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. I said footwell yesterday. And we're brought to you by True Car. <laughs> it's the final week. We've had a lot of fun this week. We appreciate all the guests, all the people calling in. We'll have Chad Withrow join us next segment. He is my colleague, actually, here at WGFX-FM in Nashville, Tennessee. Always fun. He's a big pop culture guy as well, so we'll be able to talk the Red Blue Show with him uh, as well. But we've got some divisions to preview last night was fake football we saw haskins struggle a little bit but it was fake in the first game we saw kyler murray go six of seven we saw daniel jones go five of five and average over 13 yards per completion and look if you're a giants fan if you want to get excited about that that's fine like nobody's rooting the one thing about the daniel jones thing jeff that i thought was fascinating was we're not rooting against Daniel Jones. We just thought that was an insane pick to make. Now, if he comes out and he turns out to be great, no one will say that in a year. They'll say, oh, well, great decision. Like, if you take a quarterback, nobody's going to say if that works out that that was a bad choice. Right. Um, I just, again, when has there been a quarterback who was just kind of yes. above average in college and became a star in the NFL? It's very rare. So maybe Jones can be that guy. I, just, I don't see it quite yet. Obviously, last year was um was you know uh, I mean, uh, last night was a good start for him but i i let's say he plays the regular season yeah i mean it's preseason and everybody this is a season of hope and hype i said i said that right off oh, yeah. the start of this week it's four letter words to start with h that's what the preseason is everybody's got a chance right now and everybody's new players are going to be uh the fortune changers for their franchise and if you're somebody that wants to hold on to that hope for the giants then daniel jones Gave you a little bit of something last night to sink your teeth into and enjoy. Just calm down and try not to get trapped on the bandwagon of any of this new stuff because what you're seeing right now is not going to be indicative in any respect of what you're going to see in the regular season, most likely. Maybe a few little snippets here and there, but just try not to overreact to this. I know we have one phone call. Let's go ahead and get to that. I was talking about, let me set this up just in case you just joined the program. We were talking about The Office, and I started mentioning that there are two different kinds of television shows, and this is something that I came up with a few years ago. There are ones where you've got to be in the right mood because they can affect your mood. There are ones that are super serious, things that demand your attention, things that are heavy in terms of their content. Like You're not going to just put on an episode of The Wire and go make dinner or check your email. Unless you've seen it a hundred times, but I don't know why you would rewatch the the Wire a hundred times. I know how well regarded the Wire is. I've seen the Wire fully once. It was number four on my top ten list, which was the first thing I ever wrote for Outkick. Was the top ten dramas 
uh, for me, and I wrote long-form pieces on all of them. The Wire is an ultimate red show. It's basically a big stoplight that says, look, if you're not in the right mood, don't watch this because it's not going to make you feel any better. Or if you just don't have focus right now, don't watch this. And that can be Mad Men. It can be any of those higher-end dramas. Most of the ones that win awards are red shows. And then there are blue shows. That's a lot of comedies. It's USA Network, one-hour dramas, which I'm putting in air quotes because they're always things that get figured out. It's procedural stuff like CSI, things like that. Whatever it is that you have on in the background that doesn't affect your mood. Sports is a great blue show. It's one of the reasons it does so well is because people can leave it on ESPN or leave it on FS1 for 12 hours, and maybe they won't agree if it's an opinion show, but sports themselves are ultimate escapes. Blue shows, relaxing. It's that cool pillow when you first lay down. It's just a comfort zone for you that you don't necessarily have to pay attention to. And I think it explains why The Office and Friends are the two most watched things on Netflix because people are putting them on late at night because they're good palate cleansers. They're good things that can send you off to sleep that aren't going to be like the Chernobyl nightmares you would have if you happen to fall asleep uh, watching that on HBO. But I think we've got one phone call that wanted to talk about this. We had a couple calls at the end, and we're still having some people tweet us at Jeff Schwartz and at Jmart Zone about that as well. But in Missouri, we've got – actually, sorry, in New Orleans, we've got Brad who hung on through the break. Brad, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing this morning? Good, man. Good. Uh, good. Look, big fan of the show. Listen every day uh, on my commute to work. So, yeah, I really, really, really appreciate you guys doing what you do. So, Thanks. anyway, so uh, regarding the uh, the television shows – Maybe it's my immaturity. Uh, I know I've been told me to grow up a little bit, but I tell you what, it's the adult, it's the adult swim lineup at night. Uh, that's definitely my Blue Blood shows. Probably the uh, Rick and Morty All right. might have to be my favorite. Uh, <laughs> but a default option would be any of the Marvel movies. The ones that come on TNT and all that throughout the week and all that. That's a, that's a good one to kind of just close your eyes and you can always picture what's going on. Yeah, no, I agree, Brad. Thank you for that. And yeah, I was going to ask when he said adult swim if he meant Rick and Morty because I've... I've put that on and fallen asleep before, but I think that, and I mentioned the Marvel films, Jeff, in that last segment. The Marvel films, because they run through the same formula, at least 99% of them run through the exact same formula, you don't necessarily have to watch them 100 times, but you could. You could just have them on. I think Pixar films are also really good in that respect. Uh, they bridge the gap between like adolescence and adulthood right, right. more than like Cinderella would, for example. So, I mean, I think you could have Toy Story or cars or something like that on and it it would work pretty well let's go to los yeah. angeles i think victor has a thought out there hey how you doing guys good to have you good to have you on and good to have me taking my call thank you so much sure. uh when i say a blue show scrubs is a perfect blue show you can just yep. have it on it's great it's good comedy it's good for background it's perfect but one of the other things i wanted to mention was that as far as you're talking about preseason, getting you see a rhythm, more like coaches getting into a rhythm, things like that happen. That's the same thing with a scrimmage. Aaron Rodgers is making this big old thing about scrimmages. He's dead so or whatever. But it does give a little bit of a rhythm. So that's a comment I wanted to make. Thanks so much. Yeah, and I think, Jeff, you mentioned rhythm in the first. And I think the other thing that you can pay attention to is that you will see – Coaches coaches want to see all the situations that they can possibly see to see who performs under those right. pressure, to see who might work in like one play that happens in the course of a football game. And that's where you get to the special teams and the situational stuff. And that comes down to like those last five to seven spots that are actually being played for during the preseason. 
Right. And remember, there's not a lot of spots that are actually up for grabs. Up for grabs. Yeah. Uh, there's not many. So that's why some of these, you know, it's important to to have, um, you know, some of these joint practices, important to, to be able to see your players against other other players. So um, I, uh, I'm i fine with, with kind of the joint practices. Well, the Patriots are going to be here, um, practices with the Titans. We're going to see Rams and Raiders, and apparently there was a scuffle there. We'll see that on Hard Knocks, I'm sure, on Tuesday night. Are you going to the, night. the joint practices? Uh, probably. I went to the ones last year with the Bucks. Um, I went to a lot of camp last year. This year, there's just a lot going on with us yeah. doing this show and with a wedding coming up literally uh, 44 days, I think it is, from right now. So there's just there's a whole lot happening around me. So I haven't been able to make it to camp as much. But, yeah, I would like to get out there. I think it's next weekend um, to see that. And I feel like there'll probably be a whole lot of media out there, if for no other reason than the opponent. But I like to get out to camp a few times, even though, I, you know, unless I'm standing next to one of the coaches or somebody that was a former coach or player, I don't pick up on a lot of these things. But if you're standing next to the right yeah. person, you can pick up an awful lot. The NFC East, because we talked about Daniel Jones there for just a second, the NFC East is one of the three divisions we have not gotten to yet. I think we both think the Cowboys are going to win that division. And then I would say that we both think the Eagles are going to be yeah. second in that yeah. division. So how do you look at Giants and Redskins? Um, well, the Giant, I, the Redskins is one of my favorite underplays for the year. Um, I just think they're Trent Williams not being there, their left tackle is worrisome. Obviously, the quarterback situation, Keenum, uh, Colt McCoy and Dwayne Haskins. I mean, wow, that's murderer's row of quarterbacks right there. Um, I, I just can't see them doing much in, in that in that division. Um, and I, I, they're under six and a half wins, so I would put them fourth in that division. Giants then third, and then um, I mean, between uh, the two, Saquon Barkley's the best player on both of those teams by a pretty wide margin. Oh yeah, right? yeah. So I mean, right there, I think you could you could put the Giants and look if look Daniel Jones played pretty well last night and Haskins didn't right. and that's not going to matter maybe when we get to the regular season but if you want that hope there it is for you I I don't think either one of those two teams is going to factor in right now do you think this is it for Eli? Um, hundred percent. Yeah, anywhere else he would go, or do you think this is when no, he he's retires? Done. He's done. I think it was done two years ago, but that's just me. Let's well, go to the. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. that wasn't the conversation. He, I think he's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he, this is his last year. Yeah. All right. This is a much better discussion. NFC West. NFC West. Uh, the Cardinals. We'll see. That's going to be something I think will be good early, and then we'll see after some adjustments are made and after some tape is watched and some film is watched how fast the league catches up to Kingsbury, who I'm still not sure how he got the job, except that that offense and that quarterback should be a pretty good marriage at least in the short term and then you look at the other three teams seattle was a playoff team a year ago the rams of course were in the super bowl a year ago and the 49ers lost jimmy garoppolo in the third game of the season they will have him back they'll have shanahan in year number three they picked up a pretty solid running back those three teams that could be a real war out west yeah so I think that we look at, at the Rams first. They made the MC Championship game last year. We, we often see, I mean, they made the Super Bowl last year. We often see a decline in play after you lose the Super Bowl that, that year following. And it makes sense. You know, you're, you're beat up a little bit from that run. You're so emotionally drained. And you're just emotionally drained for not having won that game. 
And there now is a blueprint to stop the Rams. You play quarters coverage. Uh, you make things a little difficult for them. Uh, and obviously, Sean McVay knows that too. The Cooper cutback is huge. But the interior offensive line, they lost Saffold. Um, they have to replace their center. The record are just okay. Uh, defensively, now it's of Aaron Donald. There really is no pass rush. And, of course, Donald, we know, is an all-world player. Linebacker is still kind of iffy. And so I just think they're going to take a little step back. It doesn't mean they're going to go like – six and ten just to kind of pull back a little bit um the Niners should be much better with Jimmy Garoppolo but they have injuries piling up now and uh, Bosa's hurt again and Jared McKinnon hasn't practiced yet and these these keep happening um Seattle to me is is an interesting team you know their, their Vegas win total is like eight and they've won over nine games nine or over every year Wilson's been a quarterback but their defense right now at least on paper it's just not as good as it used to be. I mean, they're, oh, yeah. most people have projected 30 to 31 best defense. As of right now, of course, we know that Pete Carroll, I think, can really coach them up, but they don't have a pass rush. They traded Frank Clark. So I'm not quite sure what to make of them. I think Russell Wilson, the offense, are going to be really good this year. And then Arizona, not quite sold on Kingsbury. He wasn't a good college coach. I don't know no. why we think he's going to be a good NFL coach. No, not only was he not a good college coach, the only job he could have gotten as a head coach in college was at his alma mater. And so they give him the job at Texas Tech, and then he proceeds to be the worst coach in over three decades at that school and gets fired, and no one was looking at him for a head coaching job. And somehow he ends up in the NFL because of this rush to hire the young, new you know, offensive guru. But the air raid is not something that typically has worked at all in the NFL either, right? This is not an offense that has seen very much success on the pro level. Uh, correct. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 it hasn't. So, I mean, he's got the right quarterback to try and run it. I think I like Kyler Murray a whole lot more than I like Cliff Kingsbury as his coach. And maybe they're perfect for each other. And because of the system, it ends up working out. I'm certainly not, again, when I'm being critical of things, it's because it's my job. It's not because I'm rooting against someone. Some people think that, you know, it's all personal. No, it's not. I've never met Cliff Kingsbury. I have no idea. Uh, I just look at him and say, I don't think he earned that job. And I don't know that he was ready for that job. I think the same thing about Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. Yeah. But I could be wrong about both of them. Zach Taylor could end up well, being the greatest yeah, I mean, coach in the history of the NFL. I doubt it, but we don't know yet. Well, we don't know any of this yet. That's that's part of the... Uh, if we knew, there'd know, be no reason of, to do sports radio because the, we'd all have the facts. Correct. And so um, we're just going off of, of history. And so history would show that um, it's going to be a, a tough sledding for, for Kingsbury. The fifth or the the fifth team in Barnwell's list of teams to decline, the one that we did not get to yesterday, yeah. in addition to the Saints, the Rams, um, the Dolphins, and the Cowboys, is the San Diego Chargers, I guess now the yeah. L.A. Chargers, 12-4 and four a season ago, uh, a team that kind of lucked into some wins that they used to not be able to get. That was Barnwell's argument. They were really good again in one-score games. But they used to be like crippled by the late mistake, and it was other teams making mistakes against them last year. But that brings us also, I think, to the AFC West, our final division, which I know Danny G's ears just perked up like Mr. Peanut Butter and BoJack Horseman because we have to talk about the Raiders now. But it's Chiefs, Chargers, and then it's Broncos, Raiders, however you want to look at that. I still think you probably get two playoff teams out of this division. Kansas City should still win it, I think. The Chargers are good. The Melvin Gordon thing, we'll see. But we know Eckler can run the football for them. 
They don't have Tyrell Williams, but they've still got a lot of talent there on that side. Rivers had maybe the best season of his career until it just kind of fell apart at the very end last year. They have a good defense. I like the Chargers a lot. I just don't like them as much as I like Kansas City because I think they improved on defense too. I think Kansas City will naturally take a step back. By step back, I mean like maybe 11-5. Yeah, right. Just like the Rams. Um, yeah, I think that last year they had a year very uh, – they were they benefited a lot from lack of injuries, which is it's great. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, that's not a bad thing. Um, they obviously got to catch some people by surprise a little bit with, with Pat Mahomes. Um, defensively, they got Frank Clark now, but I'm just not quite sold on the transition right now to go from you know what they had to, to Spagnuolo. So Spagnuolo's defense. I think their, their defense is going to be okay. It can't be really worse than last year. No. So I think Chiefs won, probably uh, Chargers two. And then, I don't know, I'm not... I'm, uh, um, it's Goober versus Flacco. Probably Raiders three and Broncos four, but I'm not even sure the Raiders expect themselves to be good this year. Sorry, Danny. Danny, where do you have the Raiders? Like who's going to rush the passer? Yeah, we, we talked about it uh, a couple of days ago that a successful season for the Raiders would be 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah. Because of the additions they made, like LaMarcus Joyner, though, I, I was watching Sean McVay talking to the media yesterday, and the two Raiders he gave glowing reviews about were Joyner, who he wished didn't leave his team, and Josh Jacobs. So the fact that the Raiders now have that young running back yeah. from Alabama – is going to lock that position in. Their offense, like you mentioned yesterday, I think it was, Jeff, you think the Raiders could be in some shootouts. Their defense is decent enough now to where they could win some close games like they did three seasons ago. And obviously the next season after that, it didn't work out so well. The whole team imploded. I honestly think the Raiders could surprise and, and maybe go 9-7 and seven if some if they get some breaks that go their way. You know, it's because of the secondary and the fact that I think Derek Carr could take a step forward again with the offensive weapons that he suddenly has. He didn't have those players the past two seasons. He had Jared Cook last year. That was the number one receiver on the Raiders, and a lot of that was because he was getting rid of the ball very fast. It was slants. And like we talked about, dunking and, and, and dropping the ball off when he would panic a little bit. Now, the Gabe Jackson uh, injury, I was going to ask you about that, Jeff, being an expert of the O-line. Obviously, Gabe Jackson, one of the best right guards in the league. Yeah, yeah. rough injury yesterday. There was some video of him doing really good against Aaron Donald, and that's what started the skirmish. And then a play later after the fight, uh, his leg got rolled up on from behind. MCL sprain, out for eight weeks. That's a bad MCL then. Yeah, yeah, eight weeks. That means he he probably had grade three, which means he tore it. Yeah, that's a a bad MCL. Normally you can get by with with, um, an MCL if it's a a grade one or two. You're out for just a little bit. Now we'll all get to watch together on Hard Knocks to see how the Raiders patch that up. They were excited about their O-line coming into the season, and now with that injury there's a little bit of a question mark there. Uh, as far as the the Broncos, yeah, man, I, I don't know about Jump Ball Joe, as some people call him. I don't him. either, man. I do love your running back, though. Philip yes. Lindsay yes. is a notch above other running backs. And the, his story is amazing, how he just yeah. kind of came out of nowhere and was able to dominate. So I love watching him run the football. 
And I do kind of agree with you guys at the top. I don't see why the Chiefs would fall far. And the Chargers, unless they have some sort of major injury, although I don't like the situation with Melvin Gordon. I feel like people are brushing him off because there's a couple other good backs on that team. But if you look at Gordon's stats the past two seasons, he's been more than just a workhorse. He has been the star of that team. You're right. But Austin Eckler played fine last year, and the numbers show that when Keenan Allen doesn't nice play, nice fumble Chargers, yesterday, Jeff from what? Eckler. Do you see him fumble near the goal line? No, that that game was on um, after my bedtime. Um, <laughs> they uh, they um, uh, when the, the the numbers have shown that when Keenan Allen is out, the offense is much worse than when Melvin Gordon's out. Yeah, I mean, if you lose your number one wide receiver in a quarterbacks league, that's going to cause trouble. And Keenan Allen, of course, still mad about his Madden ratings, probably. When we come back, our weekly visit with Chad Withrow, we'll ask him what his blue shows are. He's a big pop culture guy as well. Stick with us. It's Outkick the Coverage here on a Friday on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be for another 45 minutes clay travis is not available he'll be back here on monday i'm jason martin host of the jason martin show here on fox sports radio at jmart zone joined by someone much more important jeff schwartz he's down in charlotte he played eight years in the nfl he's on twitter at jeff schwartz we bring in well he's my colleague at wgfx 104.5 his own fox sports radio affiliate right here in the music city in nashville chad withrow you can follow him at Withrow Zone and Jeff you may not know this but Chad Withrow is who I erroneously reached out to based on a lie to what led to my internship for his midday radio show which has led me to basically my entire career. Chad what's up? Well it's one of the best lies you ever told Jay Mark. It <laughs> was it? was a lie uh, because you've, you've been terrific and, uh, and, and you've done a great job everywhere you've been so I appreciate you lying. Sometimes lies are justified I guess. All right, it wasn't case, my that lie. Was the case. It wasn't my lie. I was told to contact you by somebody who had a personal relationship with you. Somebody tells me this at college at Western Kentucky says, "Hey, reach out to him." Yeah, I used to work with him. Blah blah blah. That turned out not to be true, but that yeah. comment led me to email you. I'm very, I'm very friendly, so I guess everyone thinks <laughs> that I'm, I'm their buddy. So maybe he wasn't lying. Maybe he did have a personal relationship with me. I just didn't know who he was. That's also possible. All right, so I, I mentioned this towards the end of the second hour. We got off on a tangent, which often happens on this program, and I laid out my philosophy that I've laid out for pop culture for the last couple of years about red versus blue shows. And I, I phrased a red show as something like a Mad Men or a Breaking Bad or a The Wire, something that's kind of – I think of red and I think of stop. I think of caution. I think of I need to be in the right mood for this. I need to be able to pay attention to this. I need to be focused on this. And then on the flip side is a blue show, and that is – 
a relaxing, cool, by the pool, the cold pillow, all of that that I can have on in the background while I'm either you know, eating dinner or I am checking email or I'm doing things like that and I can recite the stuff by heart even if I'm not in the same room with it. And you being the pop culture guy that you are, one of the first things we bonded on was television and movies and things like that. What are your escapes? What are the things that put you in a good mood, the things you watch late at night, the palate cleansers, all of those kinds of things? Man, I think you can go back. It's it's so funny because it's time and place and so many things. And if you want to put yourself in a good mood, you do something that takes you back to a good place. Maybe it's yeah. your childhood. Maybe it's a memory with your dad or whatever it may be. You know, my, my dad and I, we always watched two shows together. You know, every afternoon in syndication or even at night when it was airing live. Seinfeld was one of them. Buried with Children was the other. <laughs> Was total trash TV for the time. It yeah. probably still is. But if an episode of Married with Children comes on, it takes me back to a place where I'd watch that show with my dad, and I just feel good. I think you know current shows that I can just turn on and not really pay attention to that I feel good about watching. Master Chef, Master Chef Junior, hmm. are two reality shows. I don't have to pay close attention to it. I don't have to see every detail on every dish that's being made, but I enjoy it. Uh, and that's something I can sit around and watch at any time and, and do work for the show or whatever it may be while I'm watching it and not have to pay such close attention. Uh, Sean Aston was trending this morning. He's still trending. And as soon as I saw that, I immediately was like, oh, God, what's happened with Sean Aston? And it turns out it's just people that are upset that Sean Aston is being known more for being the guy from Stranger Things. And no one realizes he had a career before that. So when I say Sean Astin to you, Chad, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Not Stranger Things, I would imagine. Oh, no, no. And by the way, that's just complete blasphemy for people yes. who think of Sean Astin first for Stranger Things uh, Season 2. Um, I, for me, it's Rudy. is the first thing that, that pops in my mind. I actually interviewed him a couple of years ago. Super nice guy, just a complete aside. Um, the, 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 and, I'm, and Goonies. I mean, those are the two yes. that immediately pop in, in that order. But, you know, I think of Rudy, and I think more adult Sean Aston. Like, he actually looked a little bit like he does now. And you think back at Goonies, and a lot, with a lot of child actors, I mean, he's so young, mm -hmm. and that role is a little bit different. But it's for me, it's definitely Rudy followed by Goonies. And, you know, what was the 51st Dates? Was that the Adam Sandler movie he was in? <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 a, that's deep in the catalog right there. That's yeah, celebrating even, the guy's entire catalog. <laughs> I would even go, like, 50 first dates ahead of Stranger Things, though. And I like Stranger Things, but, I mean, that's what pops in my head with Sean Astin. Yeah, you forgot about Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah, that's, that's I'm not a big Lord of the Rings guy, so that's uh, that's certainly probably ahead of uh, 50 first dates. I think the, the Goonies. Uh, the catalog of Sean Astin. I'm yeah, going to yeah. go ahead and put that out there. Yeah, I think the Goonies is, is where I would go first. I guess it's just because I watched that as a kid. You talk about time and place. Another thing we're all watching last night is preseason football. <laughs> I just, I don't get into this. I don't get into training camps the way a lot of people do. So I'm watching it because I'm having to cover the local team just like you are, Chad. But what do you get more out of in terms of enjoyment? Spring football and college football or preseason games where you realize about seven minutes in, what exactly am I doing with my life watching this? I think it's probably preseason, but barely. Uh, I don't get much out of either one. You know, we had this discussion yesterday on our show, and you guys could, could probably discuss this as well. We talked about things that make us feel both great and miserable at the same time. Mm -hmm. And we talked it in both sports and, and pop culture. You know, something that you watch, something that you eat at times. 
anything that's out there. And for me, it's NFL preseason games because it's great and I get excited. You know, I'm excited for the, the Titans to play a preseason game all yesterday. Then the game kicks off and you get a series or two in and I'm completely out of it. You know, like I just don't – I'm immediately miserable because of the realization that, oh, this isn't NFL regular season football. Yeah. This is preseason football. So while I get so excited and worked up over football coming back, and I feel great about it. I immediately feel miserable knowing now that I'm watching preseason football and not actual football. So that's uh, you know that's that's my relationship with NFL preseason football. I mean, I think you probably get the most out of watching rookies play, especially guys who are playing you know into the third quarter. Um, the guys who are battling for roster spots. But when it gets into the season, are, are most fans of teams really that concerned with a 52nd and 53rd guy on the roster? You know, it's fun to follow in camp, but I don't think it's on the top of mind for football fans out there. Well, I don't think it really is on top of mind, but but really what is is creating fake quarterback competitions. How yeah. much did the uh, the Mariota Tannehill thing from last night where Tannehill looked pretty good, how much is there in, in actual competition? Is there none at all? Mariota, this is a make-or-break year for him. He's got to, to show now second year under Vrabel that he can be their guy, or they might look somewhere else, uh, maybe to, to another player from Oregon in the draft next year. Uh, Jeff, I, first off, I am thrilled with Titans fans that so far I've seen zero reaction to Tannehill being the starter now after one preseason game over Mariota. And I was expecting Titans fans to jump to that conclusion that now it's a quarterback controversy. I have seen it nationally, though. I know pro football talk put something out there oh, that, what? boy, you know, now that he's really on Mariota after this great performance from Tannehill up in Philadelphia last night. But you're spot on. The year five, they didn't extend him. This is a make-or-break year uh, for fellow Oregon Duck, Marcus Mariota. So um, I really wanted to watch, out of all the guys I wanted to see last night, Tannehill was number one for me. And it's not because he's going to challenge for the starting job early in the year, but the Titans need to know what they have in Ryan Tannehill for this reason. If it doesn't work out with Mariota because of injury, because of poor play, whatever it may be, if they decide to move on, they need to find out what they have in Tannehill because I think he could serve as an excellent stopgap if he performs well. Because he's probably going to play this year based on Mariota's injury history. But if he performs well, this could be the starting quarterback, similar to a Matt Hasselbeck situation back in the day when they were getting Jake Locker ready. But he could be the guy for a year or two after you draft someone very high. Uh, to play quarterback for you next year or the year after. So he's certainly a guy to watch, but I don't think there's any controversy right now. It's Mariota's team. He's the quarterback. It's on him to, to do it or not this year and see whether or not he's going to get uh, that contract. Sticking in that division, we, we talked to, to Dr. David Chow about this the, the, the other day, but as someone who is who is not a fan of the Colts, someone who's a fan of the Titans, how, how much worry do Colts fans should have in, in Andrew Luck in, in that calf? I mean, obviously I feel like it could be something that lingers all season, and if he can't go, then it allows the Titans, obviously, to have a better chance to make the playoffs. I think any soft tissue injury like that, I'm, I'm nervous. You know, Derrick Henry for the Titans has a, has a calf yeah. issue right now also, and they're really downplaying it, but I'm thinking, I don't know if I would – I'm not downplaying something for a guy who plays like him and running back that he's had an issue early on in training camp with a calf pull. And I think Colts fans probably should be nervous with Andrew Luck. He's coming off you know, maybe his best statistical year yet. 
and he's shown that if he's healthy at all, I mean, he's obviously one of the best quarterbacks in the league, um, and if he's not there, that's obviously a huge problem for the Colts. But I think anytime I hear, you know, anytime it's one of those injuries, and Jeff, you know a lot better than I, but anytime it's one of those injuries where there's no clear-cut, okay, you did this, and recovery for that will take about this long, and then this is how you're going to come back and play. When it's something that could constantly reoccur, like uh, any soft tissue pull like that, I, I immediately get nervous. Um, I hope he plays because he's a lot of fun to watch, and the division is so much better when he's playing. But I would definitely be nervous if I'm a Colts fan. Anytime I hear anything like a calf strain or any calf injury really worries me. Chad Withrow, our guest, he's on Twitter at WithrowZone. Chad, it's really good to catch up with you. It's weird talking to you in this format, but I'm kind of glad Clay gave me a Friday so I could chat with you on here. Yeah, great talking to you too, Jason and Jeff as well. Thanks for having me. Thank you. That's Chad Withrow. He'll be back with Clay a week from today. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. It's the final segment. It's been a fun week. Appreciate everybody chiming in via the phones, via the tweets, all our guests. Of course, the crew out in Los Angeles, Doug Yarbrough, who has a day off. He's done a great job in with me this week. Jeff Schwartz, of course, has been phenomenal. He's down in Charlotte. He'll be back in his regular guest spot next week, which happens Friday in hour two, just so you know. He's at Jeff Schwartz on Twitter. I'm Jason Martin, host of the Jason Martin Show. You can hear me actually in for Jonas Knox 1 a.m., I guess 2 a.m. on the East Coast, Saturday morning, 2 to 6, and then my show, 3 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, coming up. Or actually, yes, 3 to 6 a.m. I've got times all mixed up. Hear me early in the morning on Fox Sports Radio the next two days. And uh, I'm on Twitter at jmartzone. So, Movie Pass, Jeff, is amazing. Uh, it was a, an idea where they could not make money, and they did not make money. I took advantage of it. I bought a year of it and ended up getting about three months before it completely started to implode. But it enabled you to basically see see whatever movies you wanted to see for free if you paid this flat rate per month. And the idea was they would make their money back on concessions, and that would be okay. And it wasn't, uh, because no one was taking advantage of that. They were just going in for the cheapest thing that you could possibly do. And just to remind you, we're brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Everything Discover does works. Nothing MoviePass did worked. And when you look at what I saw today, the story that IGN put out and some other people put out, that the MoviePass CEO was ordering employees to change the passwords of frequent customers when the company started to hemorrhage money so that they could not use it and thus lose money. That is stunning. Like, there's got to be a documentary. If there's a fire, if there were two Firefest documentaries, we've got to get a MoviePass documentary on Netflix. Um... So I I didn't know what Movie Pass was until this article came out. I'm not oh, really? I'm also not a Movie Pass. I'm not like a movie person, so um, I didn't even know like this was a thing. Um, so they lose money because they just they, they they're never going to be able to make it up. No, they're 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 charging cheaper than actual tickets, right? I assume. I mean, Movie Pass was free. I mean, like you paid. I think it was. I can't even remember exactly. I paid a hundred dollars and I got a year. And that's as many Jeez. movies as I want to see. I could go. You can see one a day, 
And wait, wait, it was, wait, for, wait, like, so you paid a hundred dollars. Yes. And, and I could, could see, see a movie. I could see 365 movies anytime I wanted How'd to they think they were going to make money. Exactly. It made no sense. Now there's like AMC has its own thing called the A-list and you can see three things a week that way. And I've taken advantage of that too. I have the AMC deal. Regal's got a new one now. So like the companies do, but they're already kind of built in and they give you some concession discounts and it's all in-house. So it works. I have no idea how movie pass was supposed to work. When I first heard about it, I thought to myself, there's no way this is going to last because they're going to lose so much money. Turns out Yes, they lost all the money, and they kept yeah. changing it to where you could see everything, and then it was, you can see these two movies, and one of them's Gotti with John Travolta, which was like something MoviePass had money in as well. And then now this information that they were actually changing people's passwords who had paid for the service so that they then couldn't access their accounts to use it. I, I don't know that it's illegal, but it's definitely one of the ballsiest things that I've seen a CEO try to pull to try and stop hemorrhaging money maybe just close the company like stop sending us emails they sent emails incessantly explaining how the company was going to survive and it's like dude it's not it's not going to survive there's no possible way that this could have profited yeah i i I, again i now that i'm finding out about this um it it's that's yeah I, i don't know how this became a business uh yes well, it's not one now, but I'm telling you, I really hope that there are. Yeah, you can go find like you can look through history. Yes, in May. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's stunning. Like you can go back through and just put in MoviePass in the in the Google machine, and basically at that moment you will see all these articles over the Jeez, last year pop up of how bad this has gotten gradually, and then now it's year, just tanked. Last year they needed to they filed a a, a 1.2 billion dollars to keep MoviePass solvent. Wow. How about just let it go? Like, how about it's just not solvent and you just move on from it? It's amazing to me. Like, I don't know how it existed to begin with, but that move of changing people's passwords, I don't know if that's going to result in lawsuits, but if you paid money for a service and you couldn't use that service, that's tough. Clay Travis is back on Monday. We'll see what happened to him in Florida. Plus, he'll react to football. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability just one part that makes o'reilly stand apart the professional parts people oh 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 o'reilly auto parts at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 